consider this Hosted by Nikki June, yeah, we got it poppin' Consider this, celebrity news and talking the hottest topics Have a minute with me, this is the show that you really need So entertaining, plenty energy, we got it hype, you better believe Yeah, yeah, hey Nikki, she gives her opinion Come check it out, you will wanna listen Don't wanna miss it, make sure you tune in Go tell your mama, your auntie, your friend Yeah, yeah, get it hype, get lit uh, It's time for Consider This Three, two, one. Are y'all ready to get this started? You're now rocking with Misunderstood on Consider This Radio. When I was alone and had nothing, I asked for a friend to help me bear the pain. No one came except God. When I needed a breath to rise from my sleep, no one could help me except God. When all I saw was sadness And I needed answers No one heard me Except God So when I'm asked Who I give my unconditional love to Look for no other name Except God Happy, happy Sunday, good people. I am your girl, Nikki June. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. And we are off to a wrong start this morning. I didn't play two wrong drops. This is the wrong lemonade. So we're going to see how the show goes for the remainder of our time, okay? We're going to hope to get it right at some point today. We do have two very special guests, though, that I want to introduce you all to. Um, we have MC Crows in the building and Renee Wilson Sweets is in the building. Let me give you a little backstory about who they are, where they come from, and what they plan on doing. Plus, we're going to talk about something that Renee wanted to speak about last week, which was our gaps because we're all gapped up here um, age-wise. So I think you wanted to talk about upbringing and just some of the concepts and our ways of thinking with us being in three different generations. So we'll talk about that, dibble into some hot topics, and we're just going to go to TikTok right now. I'm trying to convince my daughter to do this TikTok with me. It's probably going to never happen, but until then, we're just going to play this Rima. It's called Calm Down, Only or Consider This. Make sure you give us a call whenever you roll over. Okay, so let me give you the instructions, actually. The number here is 703-560-8255. Now, whether you have an Obama phone, a smart link phone for all of our seniors, if you have a cricket phone, I think there might be cut off soon. But if you still have it, Boost, AT&T, or Sprint, okay? You call when you hear music. If you don't hear music, don't call. Okay? Let me say it one more time. You call us and say, Happy Sunday when you don't hear music playing or you just just sit there and if you're following us on instagram share the link just do something with yourself this sunday okay pick something call us or share the link one of the two um i know mc crows be concerned about who is on these computers i don't know if it's still nine people that are actually logged on to a desktop shout out to you guys for actually sitting in front of a desktop in 2020 for tuning in um, we're going to have to figure out how do we get these app numbers. Yeah, we need to figure out how we can see who's on the app. Instagram is slow. 
Um, Instagram doesn't count, so it just is what it is. But share this link, okay? We'll be back right after this, and I'm going to try to do the TikTok dance. Be back after this. You can make as many videos as you want, and you never need to pick up a camera or use any fancy editing software. With Doodly, you drag, you drop, you tweak some settings, and boom, video done. It'll take you just a few minutes. So, let's hear from the Doodly creator, Brad, 
to see why Doodly is so easy to use and why you should grab this offer right now. Hi, I'm Brad Callen, and in this video, I'm gonna show you how anyone can quickly and easily create Doodle videos, just like the one you're watching right now, using Doodly. All right, here I am inside the Doodly software, which is available for Mac and PC. You'll notice that you can choose the style of your video, selecting from whiteboard, blackboard, greenboard, glassboard, and for more advanced users, you can even use a green screen background, giving you lots of control over the video style. In this example, let's create a nice looking whiteboard doodle video. You'll notice that Doodly makes it super easy to create your own doodle videos with done for you scenes, hundreds of characters, a huge selection of props and images, royalty free music, and even text. And for the ultimate in customization, you can even upload your own images, fonts, props, and music. Now to create a doodle video, it's really simple. First, I'll add a headline to get people's attention, then center it before adding a character. Yo, yo, this is I DJ like this Bob. You rocking with consider this. Consider that. Let's get it. Four and... All right, good people. Welcome, welcome back. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. I am here with MC Crows and Renee Wilson Sweet. We're going to see exactly how long Renee keeps the microphone to her face. <laughs> um, you know how the other shows play shot games? I think, you know, I know it's 1219, um, but if you're feeling adventurous, you should take a shot every time. <laughs> She moves this microphone out of... I don't oh know God. how long it's going to stay here. I don't. I cannot make any guarantees. We was on the radio, was that Saturday? Yeah. MC Crows. Mm -hmm. And Renee was over it. She said, yeah, because I was just push the mic to let out you of the know, like, this is what I was... We're like... Did you just push the radio? <laughs> I mean, push the microphone live. <laughs> Started talking it. and just pushed the microphone out of your face. <laughs> she wants to do a podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she doesn't want to do radio. She <laughs> does a podcast. Somebody gives her, give her a podcast now, okay? <laughs> um, we do have Renee Wilson Sweet and MC Crows in the building today. And these beautiful women, I, I don't know if I can say this on the air, but they know my sentiments about how I feel about them. Because it might be a little biased if I say it <laughs> you know, to everyone else. But we had an amazing four weeks together. And yep. I was like, hey, you know, you guys need to come on out. Um, me and MC Crows is trying to get Renee Wilson Sweets to do a show. She is still on the fence. Yeah. <laughs> but we're working on it. So, ladies, go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, I'm MC Crows. Um, yeah, I'm really happy to be here. I'm gonna have my own show pretty soon, so yes. get excited for that. Um, what else is there about me? What isn't there about you? <laughs> You're an author, a playwright. Yeah. Um, I like music. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm really looking forward to playing some really good music for y'all um, of all different generations, from 60s to current. Nice. Yeah, like. Yeah, anyways, what about you, Renee? Oh, okay. Hi, I'm Renee, and uh, I love these two ladies. I tell you, it's, uh, it's a great, great group. Um, yeah, I'm on the fence about my show. My show's a, uh, called What Do You Know, and it's 
it's about thinking. And I really believe everybody knows something about everything, um, whether you learned it from your parents, your community, you read a book, you went to school, you know, everybody knows something. And um, so I'm looking forward to kind of writing that concept out. The hook to this one is a solution to what we know. Um, Cause usually with something that we know about this world, it has a negative twist. And so the, the idea is to get something a little more positive going on and think of a solution to that. So I'm, I'm kind of mulling it over. Yeah. We need her to do the show. Yeah. I think it's a really good idea. <laughs> Thank you. Cause everybody knows something. Yes. Everybody knows something. <laughs> yes. We are trying to get her to do the show. We're going to see how successful we are with that. Um, but the three of us ended up meeting during a class. So for those of you who do not know, I teach about four classes here at Radio Fairfax. Three or four. I can't count today. Um, so three or four classes. And we were in radio production together. And I just thought that these two human beings were amazing. Yeah. I thought that, you know, we were all unique, but still had similarities in certain ways. And then um, either the second or the third class is when <coughs> Renee had pointed out that we were three different gen- I didn't even realize it. <laughs> because for Elderland, oh, MC Crows to be the youngest, she kind of, you kind of forget that. She's definitely an old soul. Um, so <laughs> I didn't even realize that we were separate generations, really, until um, Renee Wilson Sweet says something. So, when Renee said something about it, MC Crows, did it even, like, did it even cross your mind? No, or not was at just all. like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Same here. I didn't even yeah. um, realize that, and because Renee Wilson Sweet is so detailed, okay, <laughs> yes. I had to take her notebook twice, okay, um, you know, I guess it's just a part of who she is. Hey, you can't be mad at it. Um, so what was it that you thought was important to speak about um, with the three generations? Uh, we talked about food um, recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, uh, vegetarian for you. I grew up, you know, around the meat, the traditional meals. You're mm-hmm. vegan as mm-hmm. a, you know, uh, what are you, a millennial or what are, what uh, are you? Gen no, Z. Gen Z. Yeah. So you're the millennial mm-hmm. and then I'm a baby boomer. So yeah. even our eating is a little different um, just based on generation. Now it may not mm-hmm. be because of our generation, but I find that kind of interesting that we are um, uh, really different even in, in what we eat. And I think um, ironically upbringing too. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I bring it too. So I initially, uh, before my mom got sick, it was just her and I and then my father's family. So I always just be like my father's family. <laughs> okay. Um, initially, those were like the, the two families that I was always around. But my dad really wasn't around um, hardly ever. So, but his family was always there. So I did have like male figures and stuff mm-hmm. like that because of my older cousin Kevin mm-hmm. and then Mr. Pert, which was my nana's husband. Um, but in regards to like actually having the father, mm-hmm. I did not have that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when my mom got sick, we went kind of poor, which uh-huh. I didn't know I was poor until I moved back here. I think <laughs> I told you guys that. Like, I didn't know I was poor. Yep. I don't know why I thought I had a lot of money. Yep. But you couldn't tell me I was poor. And um, just surrounded by a lot of love. Mm-hmm. Like, 
That's so good. much love. And, and the interesting thing about it is my sister and I, if you hear us speak about our upbringing, you would think that we were raised in two different houses, uh-huh. which is why perception is everything, yes. right? And what I always try to tell people, you know, going forward that's raising children is that from what I learned, what I see, what I experienced, we had to, one, realize that we we're raising adults and we're mm-hmm. not raising children. And then, two, you have to raise them based on their love language and not our own. Right? Yeah, so, okay. I'm uber affectionate, so emotional, and my daughter is the complete opposite. Half the time, I don't even know if she has blood in her veins. <laughs> Um, I don't even know how that happened. I, I don't know where where I went wrong, but we're completely different. But if I'm not in a realm of with people I love, they may not even realize how emotional I am, how uh-huh. sensitive I am. But, you know, my daughter sees it all. And being a younger mother raising a human being, right? Yep. And as when getting older, it's like, oh, my God. You have to love people according to what they want and not what you expect, right? Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, I think the um, the saying is treat people how you want to be treated. You can't do that because everybody doesn't want to be treated the same way. Even with the three of us, we all mm-hmm. three probably love completely different, mm-hmm. right? Does that yeah. make MC Crows wrong? Does that mm-hmm. make Renee Wilson Sweet wrong? Does that make me wrong? It's not. Mm-hmm. It's just what you expect. And I think that... Um, that's really my biggest, our biggest headbutt with me and my daughter. <laughs> it's like, you know, because she is Tin Man, I like to Aww. call her Tin Man. Uh-huh. Um, it's a disconnect because sometimes it's like, girl, do you even love me? You know how amazing <laughs> I am. But she just doesn't show emotions. Uh-huh. And then uh, with the upbringing, I grew up where I was spoiled. I hate to admit it, but I got everything I wanted. I got away with things. I did get beatings, but only when it was dealing with school. My mother really didn't care what else I did. As long as my education was on point and uh-huh. I was being respectful at school, I, they didn't care. I could have jumped off a bridge and everybody would have been down there <laughs> applauding me um, for making it off the bridge. So, um, I think that's kind of my thing. And then with my mom passing and my dad passing. Oh, your father did too. Just being angry okay. for so long. So that's yeah. why I said like the diverse backgrounds as well has, um, you know, is a difference. But I love the way how we all three were different. And mm-hmm. we still gelled and mashed. And yeah. I don't believe anybody was offended. I don't know. I mean, no, not at here. all. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> too like when you're just an open person I feel like the diversity is just that right yeah Yeah, it's like okay you know I don't care you're this person we're getting along (laughs) at this point that's all that matters and I think during one of the classes that's what I um I feel like life is once we remove the judgment me believing that you're supposed to be only this way Mm -hmm. and me taking your notebook I think the world would be a better place when we can actually just accept people for who they are because you don't necessarily know the background, right? Mm -hmm. We don't know why people respond the way that they respond or or act the way that they act. It can kind of take a little bit of um, hammering to get through those layers. And I always Mm -hmm. feel like people are onions and it really just depends on how somebody shows up. So Evelyn, what's your MC Crows? What's your background? (laughs) 
My background, uh, so I was born in Seattle, um, and I lived there for seven years, and then my dad is in the Air Force, and so he got a job on the East Coast, and um, we moved out here when I was in second grade. Um, they ended up getting divorced when I was in sixth grade, and it was a really tough experience. We were pretty poor for a while, and my mom was also, like, bedridden for a few months. Um, and so it was just, like, a really tough time, you know? Like, I went from a stable household to, like, really... I mean, I had I basically dropped out of school, and they sent me to a special ed school because um, I just was too depressed to go to normal school. Yep. And um, I was there for a while, and when I was in that special ed school, this was like 6th and 7th grade, I just saw kids who, you know, really actually had it rough from the very beginning, like low-functioning autism and, you know, like Tourette's syndrome, you know, all of that. Um, and uh, it's uh, it was just, you know, an eye-opening experience. And then throughout high school, I was, you know, ridden with mental illness, like depression, anxiety all that but I got through it graduated went to college in Washington State which I love and um, ended up dropping out because I found out I did not like college mm -hmm. um, and now I'm and now I'm here with yeah. uh, with y'all and I'm really excited to um, be on the radio station and hopefully start my own business like yeah. I'm, I want to build a platform and an audience base yeah yep. and I want to help do that yeah. so I have a question because I don't I don't know anybody that's been divorced. Parents just didn't work out. But I know, um, like you'll see on TV and stuff, if you don't mind answering, mm -hmm. that um, some children feel like it's their fault. Oh. And then some children don't feel like it's their fault, but they're angry. So I know that you said it was a tough time, but what was your take on a divorce? Yeah, I 100% blame myself. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I, I blame myself for, you know, a lot of their the faults of their relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so interesting how kids take on that responsibility when we'll say six times out of ten, it wasn't asked for you to do so, right? Mm -hmm. So like with young black boys that live in uh, poverty-stricken neighborhoods, all of a sudden, they're the man of the house. <laughs> and oftentimes, they become their parents' boyfriend. Uh -huh. And I don't even think a lot of moms realize that they're doing that, right? Yeah. So... Um, but oftentimes they're treating the the oldest boy as a boyfriend and not a son. Uh -huh. Or you treat the oldest girl as a babysitter and not a daughter. Yeah. So it is understood. I'm not a parent of multiples, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not my journey. But I do understand that the more children you have, you know, the more you may have to work, you may have to go to school. So yeah. somebody is going to have to fill in. Mm -hmm. But personally, and again, I'm not a parent of multiples. I just find it being so unfortunate that it's the child mm -hmm. that has to do that. Yeah. Like, I feel like where, when does the family step up? Because like at my Nana house, everybody was at my Nana house. And of course, you know, that's the 80s, 90s. And, you know, it's not the time anymore. But it's just unfortunate that, that the kids are the ones that has to step into these um, spaces that they shouldn't have to occupy. Yeah. So then you'll have a lot of a lot of guys, especially as they get older, and you'll ask them, well, why did you sell drugs? Or why were you robbing? Oh, I had to feed my family. No, you technically didn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, 
it was a choice, right? Yeah. And I feel bad that somebody made you feel that that's what you had to do, mm-hmm. but that's not your job as a child to do so. Yeah. Which is probably why my daughter is spoiled because she doesn't feel like she has no job, okay? <laughs> so, again, you got to find the balance in it, mm-hmm. but it can... You know, it can look certain ways for certain people. And again, I wonder, is that your sister's? Because you have a sister. Mm-hmm, is yeah. that her experience? I mean, is that her shared experience? Or she feels something different? Or have you even talked about it? Yeah, so I I didn't fortunately have to adopt any, like, parental role. Because my aunt has always lived with us. And oh, okay. when my, like, mom was out of the house and my dad was obviously out of the picture, she would, like, step in and, like, drive us places and make us food and all that. Um, but it really does seem that me and my sister were raised, you know, completely differently because, I mean, she was, she's younger. And oh, so, yeah. And how many years are you guys apart? Only three, but. Right. See, yeah. me and my sister's 10. Uh-huh. Oh. So is again, if you ever hear us talk, you would think that we didn't grow up in the same house because again, the things that she needed yep. from my mother, um, her dad's family wasn't around, but you know, my nana and them did treat her as if but she wanted her own mm-hmm. so it's so interesting how you can have two people in the same house with two shared different experiences yep yeah so sure. that's definitely interesting so does your younger sister feel like it was her fault or she has another experience with the divorce honestly i haven't really asked her um i don't believe she thinks it's her fault but mm-hmm. she might um it's obviously not either of our right. faults, but, um, you know, there were just separate struggles we went through, mm-hmm. you know, um, she has a learning disability. And mm-hmm. so that was hard for her, especially, um, being held back a year around the time mm-hmm. of the divorce. Mm-hmm. So I know that's, you know, and then the emotional journey and then, cause my daughter ended up falling behind when I'm, well, it first started with DC, you know, charter schools became very popular mm-hmm. during her time. So she went to a charter school. The teacher ended up quitting probably Columbus Day. The lady didn't last past past October. (laughs) So from October to May, they were doing worksheets. Oh, my God. No, you know, they had substitute teachers. The principal even came in at a time. So then now they all of them passed, right? Uh Uh-huh. You go to a next grade with kids that actually had instructional teaching, and you find out that you didn't learn anything. (laughs) So I always say that her disability is a learned disability because what do you do? Oftentimes, society likes to blame parents for things that, um, for the shortcoming of kids. But if you do the math, children are in school longer than they're at home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're you're in school eight, nine hours a day. Kip is in school almost nine hours a day. Okay, so by the time you get home... At 5, 5.30, you're eating, homework, you're going to bed, so you're technically only with your parents four hours out of the day during the week. Four to five hours out of the day. And if they're older, it may be two hours, because (laughs) once they eat, they're gone to their room, doing whatever it is that they're doing. So technically, unfortunately, the school Mm -hmm. is the one that has your child the most. It's not Mm -hmm. you, especially if you work. And then when you think about the weekend time, that is normally leisure, right? So kids Mm -hmm. may be at a friend house, or again, if they're older, they're off with friends so as a parent you're really not bonding that much with your children but nobody likes to talk about that because (laughs) they want to make everything the parent's problem when in fact I'm not technically even with my child as long as you are now not that it's necessarily a responsibility but it's just the fact yeah. Like, if you had them nine hours out of the day and I only have them four, why is all the responsibility on me? Mm-hmm. 
because I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm giving you a hug, I'm loving you, and then <laughs> you're gone to bed, I'm gone to bed. That's the end of our time together. Yeah. Yep. You know, most of that instruction comes from school. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to admit it because that's a that's a hefty responsibility for school, school-age children, but it's a fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. if you do that breakdown of hours, it is what it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Renee Wilson-Sweet, give us a little bit about your upbringing. Because I know I loved your mom. She told us one story about her mom. You don't have to share it today. I don't remember. But, um, <laughs> I was like, your mom is my kind of woman. Yeah. Tough cookie is what we used to call her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Bronx, um, New York. But uh, she was in the military. So here she is a WAC, a Women's Army Corps, which you don't even hear about WACs these no. days. Um, and she met my father in the military mm-hmm. and down in Hampton, Virginia. And, um, you know, needless to say they got married and mama did her time and got out the military. Daddy was a lifelong, in fact, I refer to my parents as mama and daddy. That's how I talk about them. <laughs> um, and um, so she was that 50s housewife that, mm-hmm. you know, took care of the kids. There's five of us and I'm the third child. Two of us were born overseas. Yeah. In Germany. And, yeah, you was born in Germany. So do you speak the language or no? no you weren't there that long. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mama came back speaking. That's one of her gifts was that she could pick up on language and that's how oh, wow. she liked to go cool. on the economy and talking and learning about the, the places that you know we lived uh-huh. and um but my memory of my childhood was really um you know returning back to new york um being around my grandmother and my grandmother and my uh, mother were pregnant with their um children my my grandmother's last child and my mother's first child at the same time so oh, my wow. uncle was two years older he's deceased now he passed away from cancer but uh, so we grew up with him and um uh just uh just remember that childhood being on the rooftops in the bronx and running the streets and going into the five and dime (laughs) you know and on the streets of new york and then we moved to connecticut Mm -hmm. and connecticut was an adventure as well Uh because there was a lot of snow and we walked to school which was an adventure um and uh then we moved here Army brat, so you uh-huh. were in force, but that's what brought us to this area. Uh-huh. And uh, Fort Belvoir in uh, second grade. Uh-huh. Moved here when I was in second oh, grade. Cool. And then we moved off a of base when I was going into fifth grade. Uh-huh. And then so we've been here ever since. And um, do you know, do you remember of anything um, like from your childhood that still unconsciously or consciously, consciously sticks with you now? Like how me and MC Crows have talked about? Um now that I have time to think about how I'm showing up in groups of people, um, and oddly enough, I'm kind of proud of this, but uh, my mother um, kind of looked at her daughters, having five daughters. Remember I was telling you about how she taught us to protect ourselves when we're walking down the street and stuff. But she also kind of picked us to have a certain role and I was the protector of my sisters. So if something went down, she would say, Rhea, you know, get that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Can you see her as a bodyguard? Honestly, (laughs) now that you now that you say it I could. You could definitely (laughs) I love it. It's so interesting to learn about 
people and actually, you know, like who you are, right? Because we mm-hmm. all do show up so different. Yep. But when you actually peel those layers back and you be like, what? You're what? Oh. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because I tell people that's why my background is in conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. I'm, I was trying to battle what I was raised to be. I was raised to be a fighter. I was raised to be a protector. Uh-huh. You know, so that's your connection. Yes, yeah, that's your connection. <laughs> that's amazing, and I think more people should explore that. Yeah, um, for sure. So we can. It's, it gives you a better understanding of who you are mm-hmm. as well. Um, so when we come back. We're going to chime into a little bit of topics that have been streaming around these streets, okay? But until then, this may be a surprise for some, but this is has to be one of my favorite songs, one of my top 10 favorite songs of all time. You know, when you put me in a box, you wouldn't believe that this is my song. But when I was singing this song the other day, I thought about MC Crows. I said, you know what? I'm a surpriser. Oh so we're going to be back. Because <laughs> they don't have an outline today. Yeah, they don't no. have an outline. No. They don't know what my song is. But this song, I think this song came out in, was I in high school? Or right after high school? I got to Google Dog? it and see when oh, it came Snoop out. Snoop No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it oh. will be from more or less of your genre, kind of. Because um, you were playing the song where I told you I thought it was... Um, Okay, tell me the the sh- the short blonde guy. Short blonde guy. We you play this song. Oh my gosh. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> I can see the video in my. He oh, had the free falling. By, free falling by Tom Petty. Yeah. Oh, Tom uh-huh. Petty. And I forgot who I. I think I told you I thought it was Aerosmith. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> the song will be like along that line. Okay. Machine Gun Kelly. Mm-mm. I I don't I don't. Okay. I don't know. Oh my gosh. This I is saw a song recent interview of his, and I just love that guy. I tell you, he's so real. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yes. So we're going to see how shocked they are about my song. We'll be back right after this. I'm scared. <laughs>
Nikki June is now live on Consider This Radio. Consider this, hosted by Nikki June. Yeah, we got it poppin'. Consider this, celebrity news and talking the hottest topics. Have a minute with me. This is the show that you really need. So entertaining, plenty energy. We got it hype, you better believe. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Nikki, she gives her opinion. Come check it out, you will want to listen. Don't want to miss it, make sure you tune in. Go tell your mama, your auntie, your friend. Yeah, yeah. Get it hype, get lit. Uh, it's time for Consider This. Hello, hello. This is Africa been singing and I tuned in to consider this, consider that. <laughs> oh, I cut all the mics on. All right, good people, we <laughs> are back. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. And yes, Kings and Leon. I think nice. I played this song maybe 20 times one day and my daughter was banging on the um banging on my wall because it was all the way up mm-hmm. that is one of my favorite songs because I, I shared that oftentimes i just feel alone and by myself i feel that way probably every day all of the time Aww. so that's just one of my favorite songs because again it's saying that they could use somebody someone like me uh-huh. you know so i love that song photograph is another one of my favorite songs by nickelback oh. because Cause it reminds me of me going to North Carolina uh-huh. and then coming back to DC from North Carolina once my mom died. So it's a lot of little songs that um around the same that I like that people wouldn't think that I'd be listening to. Yeah. <laughs> so around the same everything. 2008 time frame then. Is Nickelback that time? Yeah, they're okay. around that time yeah. Nickelback is. Yeah. And then I love the Bumblebee song. The Bumblebee, the Bumblebee song. Yeah. You've never heard okay. <laughs> Google it. Okay. I call it the Bumblebee song. It's, the song is just so happy. The girl is in the video wearing a Bumblebee costume. Oh. It's really that 90s pop rock era. What did they call it back then? Beepy Boppy synth pop? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever they called it, but I was watching all of that. And then another thing about it is like when you think about the late 80s, early 90s, especially when, well, we'll say even, not even the early 90s, but mid-90s in North Carolina, I went to a very small city. So, we were, I was listening to pop radio all the time. Uh-huh. So, of course, I was still listening to hip-hop music too, but uh-huh. when you're listening to the radio, it wasn't too many. I think it was only one urban station. Oh, okay. So it was a lot of pop music. MTV was only paying oh. rap at certain times of the night. Oh, okay. So, and that was only, what, like 25 years ago? You wouldn't believe that music wasn't as accessible, but it really wasn't. Yeah. Um, you might have had BT at that time if you had if you could afford cable, but if you couldn't afford cable and you was watching everything else, it was nineties, you know, secular stuff that you was watching on TV. Yeah. So I listen to everything. That's why I would tell people I listen to all kind of music. Yeah. yeah. And primarily because I really didn't have a choice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nor necessarily introduced to it. Cause I think rap sitting may have came out. I think we Rhapsody. got cable late. When did that come out? Yeah, BT. So, late 
like 90s? yeah it was like the late 90s so i listened to a lot of pop music yeah. i had loved um alanis morissette i really loved the red hot chili peppers oh that's gosh, what she was yeah. watching because yeah. yeah. <laughs> bt was a little later than mtv uh-huh. oh yeah so uh-huh. And MTV then again, was like, I was in college when MTV came out in the 80s, mid 80s. Yeah, but it was MTV. mostly pop music that you was listening to. Yeah. Um, rock and, and then, roll, I think, is how they started out. Yeah. If I recall, yeah. The pop rock songs. So I listened to a lot of music people don't wouldn't even think that I listened to. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, again, it's it's the upbringing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, of course, when Rhapsody came out, of course, I was listening to more hip hop music. Um, but it's always been. Uh, um, like a mesh. Because one of my favorite TV shows was My So-Called Life. Oh. And, you know, it was so about the... sounds familiar, but I don't Yeah, it's it. about... Oh, my God. It was the best song. I mean, the best TV show <laughs> in the whole wide world. And it was no black people on the TV show. No. So, it was like, it was just what she was watching. You know, then, of course, you probably had Cosby in Different World. But, yeah. again, it depends on if you had cable to watch some of the shows. So, it kind of just was what it was. So, yeah. I'm definitely a... Um, a pot of everything, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a big old pot. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to talk about some of these trending topics that's going around. Mm. Oscar Myers. Ooh. Oh, my God. I don't know if you guys know about this, but they're making a hot dog ice cream what? with mustard <laughs> drizzled Ew. on t- Who wants... Whose idea was this? Ew, that sounds so disgusting. I need them fired today, and I don't even want anybody to lose their job. But throw the whole ice, uh, throw the whole company away, okay? <laughs> the unorthodox treat is called the cold dog. Ew. Um, it has a smoky flavor, and it gives you a umami note. I don't even know what a umami is. Umami. Okay. Umami. Umami. Yes. <laughs> Note of Oscar Mayer Classic Wiener. If you're on Instagram, <laughs> you just see my face right now. I don't even know how to read this. It's also topped with a drizzle of mustard to round off the theme. The product originated from Oscar Mayer's Stupid or Genius Instagram campaign, which set out to be wonderfully odd. Are you guys eating a hot dog ice cream? No. no. My answer is no. No. You know, I do <laughs> I am one of those weirdos where I don't like my food being something else. Yeah. Like if I'm eating, um, I don't know, what else is something weird that they turned into a tater chip or something? I don't know. Pickles. Pickle. Oh no. Well, I have to. Oh. I love pickles. Okay. <laughs> Fried so, pickles are so yes, good. I love pickles, oh my potato gosh. chips, but yeah, something like that, yeah. right? Where you would have. Uh, ketchup potato chips. I don't want that. I want potato chips. Yes. Yeah. Or I want ketchup. Yeah. That's just me. Like, I don't like my food touching unless it's gumbo oh, okay. or a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, like, I even put my food separate. Uh-huh. I'm one of those people. I got to dig deeper in that because I don't know where it comes from, but I just don't like it. My Nana and my Creole, so... You know, oh, okay. we always had like red beans and rice. Obviously, that touches, uh-huh. you know, she'll put that out or she make gumbo or she'll do something else. So, certain foods that I don't mind touching, but I don't like all of my stuff. Just what about ketchup on french fries? I like ketchup on fries, but I really like my fries plain. How do you like your fries? Oh. So, first, I eat the ketchup and then I eat the french fries. What do you eat the ketchup <laughs> with? A spoon? <laughs> my tongue. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, that might be a thing. I don't know. Um, I could do both. If they're really good fries, yeah. I could just eat the fries. Okay. Um, or I could dip it. Or just eat the ketchup. No, I can't just eat the ketchup. <laughs> you said I, you didn't like them touching. I'll well, tell you. Like, on a tater chip. Like, I don't want ketchup tater chips. <laughs> ketchup used to be my favorite condiment. Oh, I love ketchup. I it's love so ketchup. good. <laughs> Is there anything unique? We're not even going to call it weird. Unique that you eat, um, Renee Wilson Sweet? Well, there was a time when I would put sour cream on eggs. Um, oh. But a lot of people say they like their they like they do put sour cream on eggs. So as you're cooking them, or once they're cooked, once they're cooked. Wow, I, I I've never done heard of that in a few years. But that my was something uncle I went used to put jelly on his fried chicken. Oh, what? that sounds good. I never. I've never mm, heard of that. Sweet. I've never seen that anybody else. <laughs> I mean, I put syrup on chicken. So. Well, he did honey I've heard too. Of that. He yeah. did put honey on his chicken. Yep. But my uncle used to put jelly on his Yummy. fried chicken. And I would just look, I don't know if I ever tried it, but I just thought that was unique. Yes, that yeah. is. I've never heard of jelly on chicken. Honestly, I don't good. think it would be bad. Like It probably wouldn't be bad because it's almost like sweet and sour. Yeah, yeah I might mm-hmm. just melt some and, and put it over it's, my fried chicken next time. Put it in a group chat and let us know okay. Uh, okay. how that yeah, turns out. Yeah. I think I'm really finicky. I'm a finicky eater. Okay. So I don't think I do anything out of the ordinary. I eat I think everything. I'm pretty bland. I don't think it's nothing. You'll be like, oh, really? I don't think I have anything. Yeah. Um, but if I do run out of butter, sometimes I will put cream cheese on my bread. Oh, oh but that's good. Like that. But on toast, though, not uh-huh. on a bagel. What? Oh, no, I would put it not on, on a bagel. white bread. No, on a bagel, too. Oh. But I'm just saying, like, if I had bread, I don't even buy bread in my house. But if I have bread in the house... For whatever reason, <laughs> and I ran, I ran out of butter. I will use cream cheese to yeah, put on me. toast. Uh-huh. I think that's probably that sounds, the most yeah, unique thing good. that I, I don't do anything. I'm not a fancy girl, so do you make <laughs> dips with cream cheese? Do you make, do you make dips at home? No, because no? as you can hear, I'm allergic to that. I'm allergic to life at this point. <laughs> I'm so snotty right now. Oh, I don't even okay. know what what I could have eaten. Well, I did have a um, white chocolate bar, so that's probably a problem too. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but I don't think I'm supposed to be eating anything white like that. Okay. Might- I'm pretty sure I'm not. And I've realized this week that I'm allergic to sunflower seeds. My oh, favorite pastime what? snack. No. No way. I cannot eat dinner and eat a whole bag of sunflower seeds and be ready to go to bed. Oh. Wow. I love sunflowers. Oh my god, girl! I snuck and still had a bag. Oh my god! But I'm pretty sure I'm allergic to them. And the reason why I know is like one night I didn't eat dinner, (laughs) and I I was eating my sunflower seeds, and I woke up so snotty. Like I don't know if you can hear it, and my eyes were completely puffy. No. And I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to stop eating sunflower seeds. So I told my daughter to never let me buy them again. But then she went to the store and brought me sunflower seeds. (laughs) So either she's trying to kill me or are She's you trying allergic to, to them or the shell? I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with a nut allergy. Okay. Because another thing that I love is whole peanuts. Oh, uh-huh. yum. I love whole peanuts. Oh, my God. Yeah. The roasted peanuts. The Dollar Tree has oh some. Oh. Especially with honey. Honey roast. If you go to H Mart and buy the raw 
they're just in bags, so I guess they get them out of a big bag and they put them in little bags. Uh -huh. But then I just take them home. They're in the shell. Oh, and yes, I, I love those. put them in the those. oven on 350 mm, for 20, oh 25 gosh. minutes, mm. and they are the most delicious. Mm. Oh, that sounds so good. And then so you can good. add your own salt and stuff to them. Yeah. Well, they're good. Try it that way. Maybe do that with your sunflower seeds. Bake your own sunflower seeds. I think I have to leave these nuts alone. Oh, that's so sad. I don't want to. Not even dill pickle they're sunflower seeds. Oh, I've never had dill pickle. Oh, they're oh so my god. Good. They're so good. <laughs> Either that or I'm just gonna have to be okay with being snotty and puffy. Like it's gonna be one of the two. <laughs> yeah. But I had another bag. I told you she brought me a bag of so I told her not to buy me any more sunflower seeds. And she still brought me a bag of seeds and that's what I ate. I still ate the sunflower seeds. So I don't know what's down. up with that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm you gotta ask it. her. <laughs> she must want and you the gone. Cr the crazy thing is I went to an allergist. Oh, you did? And according to this $565 bill, wow. I was allergic to nothing. Oh. And it's not true. Oh. It's not true. Clear, you can hear it. It's not true. So it is things that I'm eating, environmental too, that can cause me to be snotty, puffy under my eyes. There are certain things. And I told my insurance that I didn't want to pay this bill because clearly this broad didn't know that she what she was talking about. Yeah. And y'all going to charge me five sixty five dollars to tell me I'm not allergic. Yes. And clearly, I'm, if I can tell... For myself, like with my body, clearly I'm allergic to something. Mm -hmm. And I did a bunch of tests. Like she did the scratch yep. test. Uh -huh. I think she pulled a piece of my hair. It was like I was there for like an hour. So whatever okay. tests you can do. Yep. I was tested <laughs> for stuff. And I was told that I wasn't allergic to anything. You and should go get a second opinion. Yeah, I need yeah. a fifth opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The thing is, I'm not going to keep paying $500 for people no. to tell me that I'm not allergic exactly. to nothing. Yeah, yeah I'm you not going to keep doing okay, that. Okay, there's... This is, um, I guess, Eastern um, uh, medicine, but the Ayurvedic, I think it's A-Y-E-R-V-E-D. Yes. Try yes. that, because they will test you, and then they could tell you exactly what's going so on. So there's a store across the street that I go to, um, especially they have this wonderful mask, and I get my neem toothpaste, but it's literally right over there in the little shopping center. But I need to find one that actually will test me. Because well, yeah, I know I people that have actually gone to the Ayurvedic doctors and been tested, and then... Oh, you got to text me the info. I don't have it. It's been... Oh, so y'all... Yeah, about. it's been a while. Yeah. I'm going to have to find one, because at a couple of um, the stores that I go to, uh -huh. there are, like, they call them healers or holistic doctors. Mm -hmm. um, and so one woman, you know, she said the same thing. It wasn't really a test. She was just looking at me and was like, okay, you know, mucus, you know... <laughs> So don't eat jelly, like, because mm -hmm. jelly has There's three locations in. just on the map, me putting in a search. Okay, so I probably have to come out this way. Yeah. So Well, I don't know. You can check and see where those locations no, are. No, I'm cool with coming out this way. Oh, okay. I'm going to Google it. That's called Vedic? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh, because even the hair products is called the Vedic. It's the Ayurvedic, mm. too, that they sell across the street. Okay. But I've never formally been tested, but I went to one holistic doctor, and she was like, oh, I can hear it. I can see it, because I think I was probably puffy then, too. Yeah. And then she told me the mucus. So I'm not, according to her, without a test, I'm not supposed to eat white rice. Uh-huh. White potatoes. Um, sour cream. Cream cheese. <laughs> uh, um... Jelly, 
Honey was okay, but anything of those type of um, things, I'm not supposed to eat because it's the mucus. According to her, it's the mucus that has me congested and has me. So it's when like mucus generating foods. Then. Uh-huh. Oh, according to her, but I okay. wasn't tested. Yeah, but I'm all for like going to get tested because I I did acupuncture before. Oh, okay, I have too. Yep, and I love it. Works. It. Yep, and when I tell you, I felt. Every moving thing inside of my body. Acupuncture was the Mm. weirdest feeling that I've ever felt in my whole entire life. Like, I felt like I could feel my heart beating. I could feel the blood moving. I could feel my organs. I don't know what they did to me, but it was definitely... Look, don't itch. Don't Uh, itch. It makes me itch. I like it when they put the suction cups on you. Oh, I've never done that. Oh, Oh, because my my acupuncturist, (laughs) they would start with that first because my knee was messed up. And they would put the suction cups on my knee first, I guess, to draw blood to the surface. Oh, wow. And then once they cool, they kind of pop off real easy. So Uh they pull those off and then they put the needles in. Oh my! And they, but you don't feel the needles, a, though. No, you don't feel the needles. Surprisingly, you but don't feel you it. see the needles. Sometimes well, they'll hook you up to electrical, <laughs> uh, yeah. to ele- this electrical machine, and then they do the amps. So the amps, you know, are they going into you? the yeah, and then it goes, and then and believe me, if they go too high on the amp, then Ooh. you'll feel it in your knee. Oh my! <laughs> They turn it down, and then you realize you, know, you just lay there and just let it do its job. But I tell you, my knee is wonderful now. So well, that's good. Yeah. So do y'all know what might have just happened? What? what? Remember in class when I said A and B is always supposed to be lit? Yes. We might not have been recording. Oh. Oh my. The whole time. The whole time. I'm gonna find out. Oh. I just realized that B was not green. Yep. And that was a part of our test. Interesting. <laughs> and remember I told you because he plays CDs. Yeah. Right. That it doesn't have check. to always. Yep. And yep. I didn't even check today. So I'm gonna find out. So clearly we're recording here. Oh good. Right? Okay. But that doesn't mean if nothing was going out. Yes. My mom tuned in though and she Oh your mother tuned in. Yeah, she said I think grandma is listening. Aww. So I think, and she said Blind Melon and Grunge. When yes, it, blind, okay. me, blind Melon and Grunge for sure. And okay. I'm going to play the Blind Melon song. Oh, right <laughs> but, um, I just Googled it because I always Google Bumblebee song. Uh-huh. And it, it came up Blind Melon. No Rain <laughs> is the name of the song. No Rain. Okay. Um, so they can hear us because A was on. Uh-huh. But I'm going to check for the playback. Okay. Oh, the playback. So seeing. Okay. That's the, yeah, that's the crazy thing. So we, we just learn something in class again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Always check the B button. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm definitely going to um, look into it because I, I want to get checked out. I really just feel like I'm going to have to change my diet. <laughs> and I really just don't want to. I really believe that that's it. Because I believe you are what you eat. I do believe that. And I know with me, I can tell at certain times, again, like if I'm eating sunflower seeds for dinner, okay, clearly I'm going to be puffy and snotty in the morning. Like, yeah. Even though I didn't eat sunflower seeds last night, I did have a bar, okay, probably like at midnight. <laughs> Don't judge me. But I had a white chocolate almond bar and I can hear it because uh-huh. I'm so snotty right now and I'm puffy. Yeah. So I do believe that. So I think I'm just going to have to change my diet and call it a day. Unless you want to <laughs> turn into a sunflower seed. I don't want Turn into a sunflower seed. Because then how would I walk? They have no way. 
I don't want to be a sabasi. If I have to change my life, maybe I can just turn into one of these hot dogs. I don't oh know. god, um, <laughs> hot dog ice cream. Oh, um, amazing. Yes. No, that's trending, huh? Oh. It's trending, Ooh. and it sounds disgusting. Yeah, it does. Uh, so Big Lotto, one of um, uh, Renee Wilson's sweets, Love guilty pleasure, sunshine on me. We got to play her song yeah, too. Um, she is actually putting her mouth, well, well, putting her money where her mouth is, not her mouth where the money is, because that would be a little dirty. Um, they'll probably create a new disease. They'll have something new floating around. Um, but she's definitely um, stepping out and donating money to agencies that are you know that do support abortions she says that she feels like it should be a woman's choice Mm -hmm. and if someone does make that choice she wants to be able to support them um in a quote it says we already know who's going to be hurt the most by these ridiculous abortion bans black women brown women the lgbtq plus community and communities with low income lotto said in a statement because of this country's history of racism and discrimination these folks already have a hard time getting the health care that they need we all deserve to be safe and it's every person's right to make their decisions with their own body i definitely agree um, I really have no huge stance on abortion. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you are, if you don't have money, use contraceptive or don't have sex. Yeah, I mean, be responsible. And then yeah. if you choose to do it, that's it's kind of your choice. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe in making someone do something just because it's my belief. That's now, right. I do draw the line in the sand. For you using abortions as birth control. Yeah, yes. I think so That's too. my only opinion on birth control. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah. I have met women that have had multiple abortions. Yeah, me too. And, and it's, it's really unfortunate that yeah. I've always appreciated the choice part um, because you really don't know if you want a child until you get pregnant. I was mm-hmm. a career woman. I didn't want any children. I got pregnant, and I knew then. As soon as I found out I was pregnant, oh, I want this. And my boyfriend at the time was like, but you told me you didn't want kids. That's why we're together. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we were together like five years. And, you know, it kind of toppled after that because his goal was different from my goal. And I said, well, I, I want this. I, yeah. I know I do. So choice. that choice part, mm-hmm. right, that's what um, is so hurtful is taking away that choice part. Yeah. 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 I just yeah. think it needs to be taught differently in school. Ah. I feel like it was taught more of like birth control at my yes. school at least. Ah. Yes. That See was what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I do I do too because again, if you're doing it as abortion, um as um what did I just say? I had a brain control. Birth, uh, birth, birth yes, control. If you're using abortions at birth if it's birth control, I'm judging. Yes. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't care what you do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your choice is your choice. But I definitely don't think that you should use it as birth control. Yeah. Um, it's like a last resort. It is know? the last it resort. Really but back is, to your yeah. point, MC Crows, you did make make a point. They did teach it as birth, birth control. control. Yeah. In school, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what you got from it, right? That's you, know, yeah. you don't want to have it. Go to the clinic. And if yep. you're in a poor neighborhood, it's more than likely free. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about it. So... That's really my only stance on that. I, I do think that everyone should be able to make their own decision, but I do definitely have a strong opinion if you're using it yeah. for birth control. And unfortunately, you know, when you hear the women speaking on the news about um, 
not being able to get an abortion and then they do alternative ways of aborting. Um, that is true. That's why they probably approved it back in the 70s. I mean, it's true that women will go take drastic measures yeah. to, you know, not have a child. So. Yeah. And it can end up being like really, really like lethal for the woman. Yes. Too, yes. You know, exactly. Abortions. Because I, yeah. I know someone that was having a lot of abortions at one point and she could barely carry her children. Oh, oh my God. Um, so when it was time for her to actually have a child, it was hard for her to carry due to the amount of abortions that she had for her particular body. Yes. So everybody's number isn't going to be the same. So, um, I've never had one. I've never been in a situation to have one. But believe it or not, I've been pregnant with my child. So apparently, for some strange reason, she was meant to be. <laughs> it never happened again. Um, so, you know, that it is what it is. It's never been my decision. And again, I don't like judging people when it hasn't been my experience. Yes, but I will say, you know, doing it as birth control, I do have a problem with that, whether it's my experience or not. Yep. Shout out to Big Lotto for... Being, you know, being a change maker. Yeah. You know, even though our music can be a little ratchet at times. (laughs) No. I do love that that whole person model, right? Because I Mm -hmm. think we all are different things to different people and at different times. So I do appreciate her standing in her voice and putting her money where her mouth is and being able to support those that actually need it. Mm -hmm. So shout out to her for that. Um, What do you guys think about these student loans? I I think $20,000 is not enough and I need to know when is it happening because my credit is about to go all the way up. (laughs) Go right on! Um, What do y'all think about them? Student the loans. fake, the fake forgiveness. Because he fake. said he was wiping it out. Period. I don't know how he got the twenty. No, 000. I don't. I don't know how it's gonna happen. Like, I just don't know where the money's gonna come from. Like, how- here's my take on money, especially when it comes to government. It's imaginary. Uh huh. Now there was a better quote that I seen on YouTube that I can't remember right now, but in all honesty, money is not real. Because we print our own money. Yeah. Like, if you print your money, that means you can print money whenever. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what printing is, right? I can It'll print. raise inflation, <laughs> though. You know what I'm saying? I can yeah. print, a, print a sheet of paper. But I also think when it comes to what he is trying to do, I feel like if you are a part, I don't know about Sally and Fannie Mae, because them two women don't care what is going on in your life. They want their money. Uh-huh. Okay. But I feel like if you do have the the Department of Education grant, which comes from the federal government, uh-huh. I feel like that's how I need to read into it. So if anybody has already read the document. Yeah, because from what I understand, the Pell Grant is the 20000 10000 for everybody else. Okay, yeah. right. Yeah. So in that instance, I can understand how they can wipe it away because that means that you owe them. So it's almost like if I owe you $500 and you're like, go ahead, I, I don't need it anymore. Uh-huh. You can wipe that away because True. it's your debt, right? Yeah. But I don't know where that stands with them Sally and Fannie Mae women. Uh, I'm thankful that none of my money is through them, okay? Yeah. So that is not my problem. Sorry to those uh, Sorry to those people that do have Sandy. I'm back with <laughs> Sally Bay. But all of mine is the Department of Education, honey. So I thought all of it was getting wiped. Yeah. So I figure out that's how they can do it without inflation. Because if you already owe them and not paying them, it doesn't affect the economy anyway. And it's yeah. the federal government. So that would mean that, okay, we're just going to say, you you know, you don't owe this anymore. 
I just thought it was going to be more than 40. I'm 20. I needed 40 <laughs> to be white, okay? But I'm going to take my 20,000 and run with it. But I just thought it was going to be that. Yeah. I just don't think it addresses the problem of the cost of university. Nope. I think that should be, you know, addressed. Like, Facts. it's a business. Facts. I mean, it's so expensive. I was only taking, like, one class, like, my last quarter of college. And it was, like, $8,000 wow. or something. Like, mm-hmm. that's too much. That's when way too much. I think of when I went to college. And I went to a nearby uh, university here in Fairfax. And... Uh, I want to say it was 1500 for the year. Wow. Yeah, and that was in the 80s. Wow, yeah. Well, UDC is, is still fairly affordable. I think they're Good. at 4000 right now. And plus, if you're a D.C. resident, you don't Good. have to pay for yeah, UDC. Yeah, exactly. D.C.'s but a Washington, for that. Washington State is like that, too, though. Mm-hmm. You do have some universities where if you are have been a resident of that state for a couple of years you don't have to pay that i believe washington state was that way well i was out of state oh, okay. so that was one thing and it was also like you know i think that also included there's like base tuition and then the added cost yeah the yeah cost. that's another that's another difference between the gaps here of age the yeah difference in tuition yeah <laughs> i'm definitely. sitting here like how did it get to be like that oh you no know? it's very expensive and, and the ironic thing is unless you're really like computer the rest of those degrees, you don't even really make enough money yeah. to pay back what, what it is that you did, right? Yeah. So, of course, if you're a teacher, I've been seeing recently some teachers making 60-something, but that's that's a that's unicorn like in, in itself, right? Because uh-huh. a lot of teachers don't even make that much money. But your degree itself may have been 65000 70000 uh-huh. to be a teacher, and you're coming out making forty five. Yeah. Or... Um, these fake business degrees because I don't even know what you do with oh with gosh. a business degree but those degrees can be upward of 60 70,000 and what do you really do with it unless you're working for a fortune 500 or one of these um, tech companies where they actually re- require it but I help people get jobs and I've never seen a requirement of a business degree so I don't even know what you do with things like that so I do think in certain instances it is too much mm-hmm. and you know doctors end up at some point being able to pay their loans back and lawyers but, and I mean, lawyers like when I was in the federal government the lawyers um, the federal government I don't know what they did they either wiped away some of their yeah you can you can tuition sure. uh, and I'm their loan I mean and I'm like why are you getting getting yours? I mean, I know you paid like probably $100,000 for your degree, but who is it these days? So I was so kind of disappointed to hear that um, for other people, like you're saying, other people mm-hmm. with, with tuition that they have to pay and mm-hmm. no one's, you know, the government's not helping them pay theirs off. Well, now if you do public service work, you your your yeah, degrees you are able to that. be forgiven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, and this is not a, a knock to all teachers, but I'm telling it like it is, you'll have a lot of these teachers that because depending on what fellowship you join, after three to five years, they don't own debt anymore in good. either. That's good. Which is why in urban communities, you have a bunch of young teachers. They don't stay. And it kind of just is what it is. Yep. Unfortunately, right? So on, on the back end it's great because now that i understand the motivation why you would why they like being yes. in the urban communities because most most teacher fellowships are in urban environments mm-hmm. uh-huh. so you have teachers that run to these communities that they never experienced personally never lived in personally yep. and they're supposed to be teaching your children and the the problem with that is you have to understand the community that you're yeah, serving you technically Some in all aspects yes but definitely as a teacher yeah Sure. And they're disconnected. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, um, you would have 
children that are being pushed with IEPs and yep. mental health yeah. issues that may not have it, you know, you're 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 qualified only by paper, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Not by experience. So you have a lot of kids that are being pushed on things that may not need it if they had a teacher that actually had experience with those communities that they're serving to kind yeah. of do you a little better, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but the fellowships are if you're in anybody got a teach uh, that want to be a teacher, um <laughs> <laughs> they need you because I think Fairfax had a big old yeah. open house recently because uh-huh, really? they, they needed so many teachers. Yeah, there's a um, huge shortage. Yeah, oh, okay. Fairfax definitely had a huge shortage. I know DCPS um, mentioned, I've seen it before, I don't know if it was this year or not, but they had a you know, deficit on teaching as well and it's hard. Yeah. It is. To have 22 people in your class to one teacher. Some yeah. schools are even more than that. Mom, I had a niece. She went to a school in Maryland, and it was 32 people in her classroom. Oh, my gosh. So I want you to tell me what she actually learned. Because they're, te- they're taking for the first 15 minutes telling everybody to shut up. Yeah. Oh, my for God. Real. And then the last 15 minutes, because everybody's antsy and ready to go, you're still telling them. So you wasted 30. That's 30 minutes of an instructional time yes. that was no instruction because yeah. one is just too many people in a mm-hmm. classroom. Yep. That's even as a, as adults. You, you, know, you get I, in a big group with all of these people. Everybody's yep. talking, hey, I'm yeah. exactly. like, yep. <laughs> yep. You see it all the time. So out of a 45, 50-minute class, hour class, you didn't lost 30 minutes. Where's the I instruction? I can't remember how They're many not learning anything. in my class. I mean, growing up, Yeah. It, I don't think it was ever an issue. I don't remember how many kids. I mean, I just... We were just there, but we mm-hmm. all were quiet when the teacher would talk or whatever, and we just did, even in high school. Yeah. I mean, technology doesn't help either. You know, no, because I so think we all have the, the, the mental capacity of a turtle at this yeah, point. For myself, real. Myself included. I feel like I have adult ADHD. I have to <laughs> be busy. Mm-hmm. Or I need to just be sitting. It's one of the two. Yeah. Either yeah. I need to be doing something or I'm not doing something at all. Do you and meditate? Then, no, because I'm always talking to myself <laughs> in my head. Oh, okay. You should try meditation then. I do, yeah. but I'm still talking. <laughs> That's the point of meditation, though. To, but I, I'm not supposed to hear nothing. To think of nothing. To hear nothing. To but just... I'm still hearing me. <laughs> I don't shut up. So I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, let my mind be clear. Let my mind be... And it's not, you're not supposed to be doing that. Yeah, you can say that until you finally calm And then down. I'm going to be thinking about what I'm doing when I'm done. Oh... My mind is never quiet. No, I don't meditate. I have moments of meditation, but I don't meditate. You on should try like yoga. Oh, I do love yoga. I'm oh, terrible okay. at yoga, but I love <laughs> yoga. Yoga puts me to sleep. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, we have a lot of free classes in, in the district where you can go do yoga for oh, free. Wonderful. Yeah. So I love yoga. We all have a free acupuncture place, too. I don't know where it is, but I had oh, a friend. Oh, I'm going to Google that because I didn't know that. I had a friend that uh, would go. Yeah. Oh, I'm Googling that. You're now, in a room with other people getting acupuncture, but at least you're getting are it. Are we naked? I don't think so. Because that sounds she like never, another part. She never said she, never said she was <laughs> naked. She just said, oh, I went up to see what's in it. If I'm with other people, what are we doing in there? I will still go, though. Sign me up. <laughs> no way. I will still be in the class naked with everybody getting my free acupuncture. I'm cheap. Sign me up. Um, I'm gonna Google it. Now we do have like they do have this huge 
meditation community where like Wednesdays you can Ooh, go and do it uh-huh, for uh-huh. free. But I love, um, you know, I can only do like two minutes where it's nothing in my mind. Mm-hmm. But I do try. It just doesn't work. Because, you know, you're supposed to have a, a very quiet mind and an open heart. <laughs> you know, all of these Zen things. Here you go. No oh, way. Yeah. Naked acupuncture. I'm Googling this. I don't see where it says free, though, but I did put free <laughs> acupuncture, and that's what came up. Um, It's probably certain days of the week. Community clinics mm-hmm. is what the key, I think, words are. Yeah. Community clinics. <laughs> <Little bird. laughs> yeah. You know what they're doing in there. <laughs> Google those two because I'm I'll go next week. Okay, girl, I don't mind being naked. You get some acupuncture with twenty people because it's going to be a big class. Because anything in the district that's free, for the most part, it's always a bunch a bunch of people. Okay, yeah. So it's, it's but never... I love DC for that reason. They mm-hmm. really put out a lot of services for their residents. Definitely, really. That's why I would not. I'm not moving anywhere else. <laughs> I moved to another country, I mean, but I not love another Fairfax city. County. You know, my t- my place. I grew up here, right? So mm-hmm. I love it. I know my way around it and how to work it. But when I worked and started working in D.C. and I was working for a nonprofit that helped um, people addicted to drugs and alcohol, mm-hmm. and you really get the understanding that D.C. really takes care of their residents. There's so much at hand. Like you were talking about the tuition, mm-hmm. you know. Um, oh yeah, and um, now they're doing I.T. as well welded it's 30 different things now so here's the catch 22 with the district the catch 22 is you got to find that sacrifice oh right because (laughs) you want to give up something to be able to go to do the free classes right because they're not always conveniently scheduled and even udc udc the average age of person that goes there is like 27 so these people are working more than likely got children so you would think that it would be more serving of the community and it's not okay so we have a thousand and twenty nine different programs but depending on your life your support you know if you do have children if you don't have children Some of the things work and some of them don't. Okay. Which is why we do have a high turnover with programming because, mm. I mean, if you have all of these great classes during the day yep. and people got children that have to work, yeah, how can you go to a class during yeah. the day if I got children that I have to work, yep. right? So you would think that a lot of these programs should be geared towards working adults, working mm-hmm. families, pretty yeah. much. And they should be in the evenings and not at 9 to 3 during the daytime. Yes, yes. So that's, yeah. the, that's the problem with it. It's like yep. D.C. pacifies you in, in so many senses. Um, whether it's the tax, the fake tax credit <laughs> apartments, because I, I call it fake because it is. It's just, just another pacifier. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the programs, it's a pacifier. So you got to be able to be very flexible. How long have you been in D.C.? All my life outside oh. of North Carolina. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So outside of them four years, my whole life. Okay. But, um, yeah, so if you don't have that flexibility, then, you know. Do you remember when D.C. had rent control? I still feel like we do in a sense. Like I've been in my apartment for three years, and my rent is just now going up. Okay. And my rent is really cheap, but that comes with a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But I probably got the cheapest rent in the district for my size apartment, Uh literally. uh My, wow. my apartment is 1,400 square feet. Oh, nice. And um, two-bedroom, 1,400 square feet, high-rise building. And my rent is 12... 
I don't even know what it's going up to. I think it's going up to like twelve seventy. Very nice. What? All utilities included. No right way. On. That's but good. It sounds like rent control. It's not that good. <laughs> oh. It's a lot of it's it's a lot in that. Okay. <laughs> but in black and white, yes, yes. it's amazing, yes. right? <laughs> Um, I'm right by 395. That's what I said. Oh, it only nice. takes me like 20 minutes, 22 minutes to get here, depending on the traffic. So, yeah. It's, okay. Ideally, it would be great. But the management company doesn't help us be great. Oh, okay. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. Do but I definitely time, had right? the, the, the cheapest rent because how big <laughs> my unit is. And I don't pay utilities. Yeah. That's the wonder. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's... All utilities. Well, I haven't <laughs> heard that in years. Yes. Yeah. And I think we only have four properties in the district left that's all utilities oh. what wow the one on Con- it's one on connecticut Ave. it let's say 10 and under yeah i could be awful but we go, i'm gonna give it 10 My but goodness. we don't have many properties anymore that is all utilities anymore which is the only reason why i won't move so you know i have my gripes with the with the building but who's paying utilities i'm not yeah um and then all of the newer units are smaller than mine. Uh-huh. Like I have a friend, she has a three bedroom. I think her apartment is only a thousand square feet. I have a two bedroom with fourteen hundred. So you got to know that that's very small. Yeah. Then we do have a very new building that's at the top of the hill. That's seven hundred and fifty square feet, sixteen sixty. Yep. I for a two bedroom. Yep. Plus water, gas, electric, mm. and sewage. Now that's a tax that's a tax income property. Okay, so that's why I said tax income properties are fake. Um so water, gas, electric, sewage. I don't even know what sewage is. Okay. <laughs> so when you do all of those, depending on, you know, if your stove is electric, do you cook? I don't know. But once you put all of these utilities together, outside of the water, because that's every three months. You know, you could be at five to a thousand dollars just for utilities, depending on how much you use, because yep. you do have washers and dryers in your units. So people that's love nice. these washers and dryers, yes. but they're going to cost you because yeah. that's electricity and that's water. Mm-hmm. That's your bill. Yep. My friend one time said her water bill was like a thousand dollars. Oh my god! That's and you know, with the apartments, it's very hard to find like how that stuff is distributed right you know your house you know it's just you but when they're breaking these things up per apartments you know there have been claims before where people were kind of other people units were being carried over to somebody else's unit so you would have to be able to monitor that stuff as well you know especially if you feel like your bills are too high and not justified yeah so even though that building is definitely a newer building it's half of my size which is a problem Mm -hmm. and then two i'm an entrepreneur so i don't have the flexibility of just occurring a whole bunch of debt yep because my if i don't work i don't eat yeah so for me my rent has to be affordable because no man has come to save me yet (laughs) so with that being said you know i have to deal with this property that i hate that i've become to hate because i used to love it but that i've become to hate because it's like you know you got to make sure that you always have a place to stay and that you can sustain. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm not interested in paying almost $3,000 to be living in a small apartment. Not yeah. doing it. And then I might have to even pay for my dog. Like, I don't even pay for my dog right now. And I'm never paying for my dog in that building. So they can just get over there. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, you know, pet deposits be like five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. And certain people are paying. Hey, Coco will have to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> but he on the internet. Well, I put him on Instagram and TikTok, but I don't think people are feeling Coco. Oh. I don't know what we need to do to get yeah. him monetized, but he's not monetized. And oh. therefore, I'm not paying $200 for him to live with me. Yeah. It's bad enough I pay the rent for the child to live. Yes. And I try to kick her out often, probably oh like gosh. three times a week. It's time oh. for her to move out. Um, so yeah, Coco cannot occur any more costs, okay, until he gets his thousand <laughs> followers on TikTok and, yeah. and go viral or something. Yeah. So we can be on Good Morning America. You should get him a Twitch account. A Twitch? Like, yeah, like gaming account and get him like a little game controller and you know, give him some peanut butter. Is that and- a thing? Ah, uh, you can make it a thing. So I would <laughs> give him peanut butter and then... Put it on the remote controller and he'd be licking the remote controller. Oh. And then, you know, in the game he'd be doing something. Yeah, he'd be doing the game. <laughs> he'd be... I, I gotta think about that. <laughs> he loves peanut butter. I don't know why dogs love peanut butter. They love it. Oh, my God. They love peanut butter. Well, I, I heard recently cats aren't supposed to have milk. You know, they show you all the time with cats. Really? I heard about bowl, that. Yeah. What? Have... Dogs can't have milk. Yeah. yeah my my do, dog they, ate whipped give... cream and he had really? the worst diarrhea. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I gave Coco a piece of my chocolate bar and he threw up. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't think milk's good for dogs. Huh. So that goes to show you that milk may not even be good for us. I yeah. can't help but I'm a milker. If you I think about it. Milk. Yeah. Because if why does it bother them so much? I don't know. The lactose, I But think. you know, people are lactose intolerant, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I have a glass. It's only this big. And this is my milk glass. Mm-hmm. Because I love milk so much that I have to And have you just it, drink like, milk plain. Yeah. I just pour it in my glass. You are I'm... a unicorn. <laughs> anybody that just drinks milk. Yeah. Now, I love chocolate milk. I love my chocolate almond milk. Actually, the one from Aldi's. That has to be my... I like their chocolate almond milk better than silk. Okay. And I could just drink that milk. But oh I've gosh. never just had a cup of milk oh. before. See, I... Well, I grew up drinking milk, and then you get away from it because you're doing other things. And then... I shifted into 2% for years. Uh-huh. Um, I raised my kid on 2%. And then um, I started drinking whole milk again. So mm-hmm. probably another 10 years I've been drinking whole milk. And my daughter doesn't like milk at all. I don't know what she likes. I mean, I bake point. a lot, so I like to use whole milk when I'm baking. And uh-huh. maybe that's why I've gone back to drinking whole milk Mm-mm. instead of buying, you know, two separate kinds of milk. And you didn't bring yeah. us no cake today. No, I don't have any more cake. <laughs> My new thing is this, I found a real easy white cake recipe that you can make like in five minutes and stick it in the oven and call it a day. And then you just make a nice quick frosting for it, you know, and um, pour it over it and just let it harden. So, okay, ladies. Um, (laughs) Do you make make yours from scratch or out the box? No, 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 from scratch. Okay, oh no, I'm still a boxer. But whoopie pies, I I do whoopie pies, I use a box mix to make the cake. Um, have you, has anyone ever seen delicious? What is a whoopie pie? It's like, you know, the Like cake a moon pie? The, yeah, a moon pie. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And so you make the cakes, you scoop it out um, because it's a thick batter. You don't make it into a cake kind of thing. It's thick, and then you make them, like, and they come out to be like whoopie pie 
things. They're really yeah, cute. Yeah, what do you put on the inside? And then you take marshmallow, oh. um, whipped marshmallow with butter and powdered sugar, whir it up, and then it becomes like whipped cream, except for it's stickier, which mm -hmm. I, you know, I prefer. And then you put it on your on your whoopie pie bottom, and then you put your top on, and there you oh. go. And they freeze real nice. Oh my god! They're great for road trips, mm -hmm. you know? Um, you can whirl them in little cake uh, candies and stuff to make them cute. Um, my sister made me something like that for my birthday. Oh, it was like nice. chocolate chip cookies with ice cream in the nice. middle. So it was like yeah, you could put ice cream instead of the yeah. instead of the marshmallow cream. Oh my gosh, it was yep. so good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a cake mix, uh, Delicious Miss Brown. Um, she's the one that has that recipe online. Uh, she's with Food Network. Mm. That's the name of her show, Delicious Miss Brown, mm -hmm. Cartier Brown. And uh, so she's the one that introduced that to me. And I was like, oh, I'm making whoopie pies. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to have to. Um... That's fine. I, I, I just could get up. I mean, I'll be looking at TV and then all of a sudden I get up and go in the kitchen. Go make yeah. whoopie pies? Yep. I don't know why I'm a <laughs> terrible <cake>. baker. <laughs> oh, you really? You're a terrible baker? But I don't give up, though. <laughs> I don't no, give don't up. ever give up. Don't but ever give up. I don't know why. Do you feel good when you're baking, though? I always you... feel good when I'm cooking. <laughs> oh, good. I, I cook with love. Yeah. If I'm mad or in a bad mood, I won't cook dinner. Because I don't want it to go in my food. Yeah, uh -huh. I understand. I told you I'm a weirdo. No, so that I makes sense cook. to me. I, I won't cook. Like, I like if I'm not food in like that, that too, though. Yeah, if I'm yeah. not feeling all gooey on the inside, yep. I'm not going to cook food. Yeah, my, my cakes probably won't come out right or anything that yeah, I cook. Yeah, something yep. isn't going to be right. If so, I'm not in the right spirit, that's right. Yeah, I feel like I when, when I cook, I am in a good mood, which yep. is why I'm cooking. Mm -hmm. But I'm a terrible baker. And it's not like I can't read, because I can read. Yep. Um, but it just does not work for me. Like, uh, I just, I cannot make a brownie to save my life. Even a box brownie? Only box. Oh, <laughs> oh only. Nothing is from scratch. Okay. <laughs> Except when I did, so I did make Coco some little um doggy treats <gasps> that I could eat too. Oh really? Just peanut butter. It was just peanut butter and um pumpkin. Oh, oh add some banana to it. It yeah. would be so good. Yeah. Peanut butter and pumpkin. So what did you make? Like little nuggets or something? I don't want to lie to you. I, I just watched the YouTube and I put it on a baking sheet. And it wasn't bad, but it didn't look pretty. Okay, did you bake them or did you, you mm -hmm. baked them? Okay. She just put them on and then she cut them. Okay, okay. But I didn't taste bad. Coco enjoyed it. Okay. Uh -huh. Did you enjoy it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Now, I don't think, I don't think I like pumpkin though. So oh. I, it's, that's not something I would eat on an ongoing basis. But when I do his little, um, well, when I used to, I'm not going to act like I do this all the time now. But when I would do his little peanut butter balls, oh, I would eat that. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I don't like a lot of peanut butter. Okay. But I would give him a treat, and then I would eat it, and he would look at me and be like, why are you oh. eating my treats? But yeah, I would eat that. Because, okay. you know, I just made it. Okay. Yeah. And like you said, they love peanut butter. Mm -hmm. He doesn't eat bananas individually, though. Interesting. Do you, does your, you have a dog. Yeah. Both of you, you have a dog, too? No, I have a cat. You have a cat. Yeah. <laughs> so does your dog eat bananas by itself, or just when you put up a peanut butter? Yeah. Yeah, Coco is weirdo, like his mom. <laughs> he doesn't eat them, um, like he'll see me eating anything mm -hmm. and he wants it. Because <laughs> when I first got him, I cooked for him. So every two weeks, I would cook his food. Um, I would store it and he would eat real food, no seasoning, because I was told you can't season the food. Oh, okay. <laughs> I learned that late. <laughs> um, so I was cooking his food, because I just feel like a lot of the dogs... 
I often get like human diseases, and I'm like, well, why are you getting human diseases if you're eating dog yeah. food? Because they're eating make... human food. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like, I felt better cooking fresh food myself yes. opposed to giving him dog food. Yep. But then I got a little busier. And he will go a day or two without eating that. He's going to wait to see what I'm going to give him, and he'll eat. Yes. So every morning we eat, well, most mornings, we'll eat breakfast together, and I will boil an egg. Oh. I will eat the white. He eats the yellow. Oh, okay. But he doesn't like eating his food. He didn't eat for the last two days. Mm. Um, I think I'm going to have to start cooking for him again because <laughs> I don't think that's healthy. Yeah. He's supposed to be eating. How old is he? Two. Oh, he's young. Mm-hmm. I feel like my dog was like that when she was two. Yeah. Just like didn't eat sometimes. Yeah, and I think he just got used to me cooking for him. Because like <laughs> I said, I used to, on Sundays would be my day. So when I leave radio, I would boil his little food, <laughs> put it up in the bowl. He'd be sitting in the kitchen just waiting. <laughs> and <laughs> I would, you know, fix his little, fix uh-huh. his food. And when I first got him, spoiled. So for breakfast, he would have eggs and yogurt. Okay. Oh, my god! And then he would eat his dog food. Because his breed, even though um, he's only supposed to eat twice a day uh-huh. with snacks. You know, some animals can eat three times a day. But because he's so small, it would be, even though he would eat all day, it's yeah. too much food for him. Yes. So I found out I was giving him too much food. So then I went down to the twice a day. And, like, snacks. He can have snacks, yeah. like, throughout the day. Um, but yeah, that that used to be his breakfast, and everybody <laughs> used to be like, "Girl, you are doing the most." But he would eat plain yogurt and boiled eggs in the morning. Then I would give him like his little treats. After that, we would have water, go to the park, come back in. He would have his home cooked food. <laughs> <laughs> There's some frozen strawberries at night. Like, really? He's ridic- I don't know who I think I am. Wow, <laughs> your dog special to be eating all yeah, that. Damn. Yeah. yeah, but not recently, girl. I don't got that much time. So, um, but I think I had to go back because when I looked at his food this morning, he didn't even touch his food last night, oh. and I was like, I'm gonna have to start back cooking for him again because he so. does not like that dog food. <laughs> yes, yes. And I have a whole bag. I'm gonna have to give it away to somebody. Yeah, I've had to do that too. Oh, with your cat? Yeah. Yeah. He's He'll turn his nose up in a heartbeat. He's not, he's very particular. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really surprised. He, uh, I had him on a Purina brand for years. He's a shelter cat, so uh-huh. he was about two years old, I guess, when I got him. And, um, and the pet smart guy said, you know, this is like McDonald's. So he, you know, he's already a big cat and they're called Blues. Russian blue or oh, something like yeah. that. Uh-huh. Full gray, full body. They got a big <laughs> chest. Yeah. 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 And they're um, kind of heavy. He's almost 18 pounds or so. Oh, my god! But that's just from his own stature. That's, uh-huh. I mean, I'm sure it's from me, too. Feeding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, he... She's going to um, blame the baby. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, when the guy told me that, I just automatically switched out. Uh, you know, he's getting too old to be on McDonald's every day. Yeah. So I switched up to the blue brands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, when I was reading the ingredients, they're really natural ingredients. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe the difference, <laughs> yeah. you know? And that was my thing. I, I, the reason why I started cooking for my dog, because my sister cooked for her dog, but he's a senior now. Okay. So they they told her that she needs to stop, but every now and again, she'll still give him a food. But that's the reason why I cooked, because she was cooking for her dog. And she was like, when she would read the ingredients to the dog food, would have all of this stuff in it. Yep. And she's like, nah, I might as well just cook. Her, exactly. Na- her dog name is Benny. 
Yeah. And um, so she would just cook for Benny. And that that's why I was like, well, I'm going to cook for Coco. That's <laughs> why I like Blue. Because when you read it, it's like you're reading somebody's menu. Like you're yeah. cooking for them yeah. rather uh-huh. than all this other grain and mixtures of, you know, odds and ends. So Yeah. Yeah. Sponsor uh, us, Blue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sponsor somebody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm about to change up his... Um, not to change up his food. But <laughs> before we get out of here, because I don't know if the next show's coming, we're going to um, come back right after this and close out the show. Okay. Sweet. So since your mom is listening, we're going to do that. Um... Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. uh, what is it called? Melons? Yeah, look at it. Yeah. We'll do this and we'll be back. So guys, don't go anywhere. <laughs> so do you still...
Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated. But Discover is a... I have two. I will play a song to Dev. <laughs> I still have my records. Oh. Oh, hey, good people. We are back getting ready to close out the show. So I hope you had a good time today. How how are you ladies feeling? Renee Wilson Sweet, are you <laughs> any closer to owning a show yet? Or, I have or to we're say still I thinking am. about it. <laughs> you I'm have to closer. now. You I have know. to. Yes. We'll make well, when you. MC Crow's come on, <laughs> we need to come on to her show. Yeah, yes, of course. That'll we'll get you closer. On. I love your poetry. Yes. Oh, thank you. Yes. Thank yeah. you. I mean, I love your interview style. Thank your, you. What do you know? You have to bring people on. Yeah, right on. Okay. <laughs> and then you guys come on my show. If I do it, it's going to be, that'll be my debut show. We'll be having you two oh, on my show. Oh, yes. I look forward to that. Okay. Yes, that okay, will be cool. fun. We're, yeah. we're pushing our guys. We're <laughs> yep. pushing our Thank I you so to... much for having us on this show today. Oh, yes, you're yes, so you. lovely. So fun. <laughs> thank you for hitting me up, Renee Wilson Sweet. Yes, I sure. totally forgot about it. Because I was like, I know they're supposed And then when you hit me, I was like, oh my God, my week got away. I don't know about you guys, but my friend Pinky mm-hmm. mentioned how the sun is spinning faster or something. What? And she's not lying. The world is the soul. I think it's either the earth spinning faster, the sun, something is moving faster than it's supposed to. So really? that's why time feels like it's just, like this week to me went by so fast. I can't believe it's Sunday already. Well, I binged most of this week. When I'm upset about something, I tend to binge. So oh, no, I watch TV It was slow too. binging all week. Oh, my. <laughs> But it was until a- I came to my revelation on Saturday, <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I did a vegetarian thing, and I've been a vegetarian since. So. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, I did all vegetables yesterday. Oh, oh good. My. Yeah. Um, is the sun really spinning faster? I'm gonna tell you which one it is because I will lie to you. I don't remember if it's the sun or the earth, but something is moving faster. She'll tell me. She she was listening. In. Okay. Okay. Um, cool. Cool. <laughs> so I'm gonna find out which one is which. That's yeah. scary. But like, did did you not realize how dark it was yesterday? Me and my daughter was out and it was dark at eight o'clock. Yeah. And it was pitch black. 
by the time he got home at 8.35. Oh, okay. And I mean pitch black. It looked like it might have been 11 o'clock at night at 8.35. Wow. And it's supposed to get dark towards 9 o'clock. You know, I got real... Usually I stay up till 2, okay? That's not a good habit. But no, like, it's not. But, like, <laughs> I fell asleep at 11 last night because I was so tired. tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe that has something to do with... No, well, yeah too personal but not personal my cycle came Sunsets on early. at 744 what? today mm-hmm. psycho cycle my oh cycle. she was like you are crazy <laughs> no so i came like twice this month so when when it happened i called her and i was like girl you so according to her it's not her theory she read it yeah uh-huh. online yeah. so it's a thing yeah it's not something she made up she was like you're gonna freak out up. today honey because it's gonna be by quarter of eight yeah. it'll be dark outside it's, and it's what? not supposed to get dark that early you know normally the summer is dark until nine o'clock sometimes you can get after nine and it's still dark outside but i mean yeah it's still daylight yep but it's been getting darker so much earlier so when i had called her friday i was like girl you know your theory might she's like it's not a theory it's a thing yeah and i was like really and i believed her because again i don't never my cycle never repeats itself yeah but again if something is moving faster than it should then my body doesn't know what to do yeah and my daughter was the same way so we both repeated and then outside of that with the time the way that it is and then i i just feel like i lost the whole week last week oh when you think of it, this week has passed by. It was fast. just super fast. Yeah. I mean, to me, August has been slow, though. Uh-huh. I will say that. Because yeah, I'm like, August it's still has August. Been, yes. So, August itself has been slow, but the weeks in itself has been fast. Because if you think about it, it was just January. Uh huh. And it's September, tomorrow, whenever day it turns into September. But, like, this year has went by super fast. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Even though to me, August, it's like, damn, it's still August? When is September? <laughs> I, I, so it's a contradiction because it's like either girl, you I feel know. like it's moving fast or not. <laughs> One or two. But again, it's like four people that live inside of me. So I don't know. Um, but yeah. So even though I feel like August itself is slow, the yeah. weeks have still been fast. Like I uh-huh. wake up and my week is over and I didn't forget everything. <sighs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> if I don't buy me a husband soon, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh hopefully gosh. prices go down then. Yes. Like, hopefully they go down. I need to buy one from somewhere. Um, but, yeah. So, do you... Well, y'all don't even do social media, right? So, you wouldn't give out your social media. Yeah. No, I don't have a social media account. Okay. Just remember to tune into the Crow Show whenever what that is. What day did you pick? Because I know you did your I form. haven't even turned it in Oh, you yet. haven't turned it yeah, in Yeah, I don't know where to turn it in. I did talk to Jay desk. about mine. Oh, okay. I, I, do, I said, hey, can you check for days to see if I could do my show during the day? And he told me to call the programming yeah. director. Miriam. Miriam, yeah, mm-hmm. to uh, see what's available. Yeah. Because with winter coming up, I don't want to be out here at 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. yeah the- Plus, that's her time. I know. <laughs> Yeah, honestly. Depending on what day, right? <laughs> honestly, that is She's going to be on at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> but, yeah, so they don't have social media. Okay, but we're going to get them back. Yes. Yeah, so going to let you know when, when these shows start. You're our mentor, so, you know. Yes. Yeah. We need to go eat dinner or something one day. That I sounds know, good. That would be fun. Um, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you like? Me? 
vegetarian food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can so eat you can go to an Arabic restaurant and get vegetarian, right? I'm I'm not even sure. Uh, I've never had Arabic before, yeah. but I do love the new TikTok dance. <laughs> Kamala Wellen wedding. Okay, okay, he's coming. Oh, he's here. Okay, we're about to go, guys. As usual, I'd rather be misunderstood than basic. See you next week. <laughs>